Welcome to the Expected Victory Podcast, a podcast about overcoming barriers that are preventing us from experiencing the victories we expect to achieve in our lives. Each week, we'll discuss real-life situations that sometimes prevent us from being the best versions of ourselves, and then look at tools and tricks to overcome or bypass these barriers. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. Hi, this is Vicki, Dr. Vicki Harris with the Expected Victory Podcast. And today's question I received is, why is it hard for women to ask for help? So some of the responses that I've seen around why it's hard for women, women in particular, to ask for help was, um, we don't want people to let us down. We don't want people to throw things into our faces that they've done something for us. Um, they think we can get it, we can get it done quicker. Uh, than having handed it off to someone else. There's even a few responses or thought processes that we are, um, people aren't capable of delivering it to the, at the quality in which we want it. And so we don't ask for help. So, okay, I think it's a deeper reason. I think that there's this superwoman mentality that some of us have held on to that makes us think, up. Oh, I need to be able to do it all because everyone else is able to do it all. I'm a mom or I work full time in the house or I work full time outside the home. I have a husband. I have a boyfriend. I run a business. I'm at work. There's so many things that we do and that we see other women able to do. And we have this subconscious desire to be able to do it all ourselves. There was a part of my life when I didn't ask for help from anyone, including my husband. And it really boiled down to, I'm independent, I got this, I don't need someone else. And it was the way that I was raised. I was raised to be strongly and fiercely independent and not to lean on anyone for anything else, which even translated over to my marriage, where although we should be able to depend on each other and be able to bounce ideals off each other, Um, I still felt like I needed to do it myself because I'm going to do it right. And the way that he would do it is wrong. So if I'm asking, hey, could you make dinner for me? And if he makes dinner a way that's different than the way that I would do it, then he didn't do it right. And now instead of me being grateful that, hey, it may not have been the way that I would have created or made the spaghetti, I'm frustrated because now the kitchen is a mess or you use the wrong pasta or I don't like the sauce or you overcook the meat or whatever the case may be. And so I'm now nitpicking what someone has done for me as opposed to being appreciative because they went out of their way or they did something that I needed. Another comment that I saw, so this this question was originally a Facebook question that I saw a family member post and there was a lot of responses. And one was, if someone tells me, if I ask for help and they tell me no, I'm never going to ask that person for help again. And that resonated with me. I have done that for decades. If I ask you for something and you said no, then it's, oh, I'm never asking you for anything again. Because I feel like I had to humble myself to ask you for something. And you turning me down is is a clear rejection. And somehow I feel like you know that it was hard for me to come to you in the first place to ask for help. And now that you've said no, oh, I'm, I'm my feelings are hurt. But I think that's a, a indication of my own sense of entitlement. 
that you should, someone should be readily and willingly available to me and to assist me whenever I ask them to, no matter what. So if I ask my best friend cousin's next door neighbor that I love and know so well, hey, can I borrow $50 because my lights are about to get cut out? And they say, no, I don't have it. And then they go out and buy a pair of Jordans, just using it as, as an example. I may feel like, well, you did have it. You just didn't want to give it to me. But in reality, they didn't have it for you because they've already earmarked their money for their Jordans. So why should they stop doing what they're going to do, or what they had planned to do in order to accommodate you? And I, and I get, and I, again, let's not use money because money can always be such a, a type that money's difficult to manage. Let's say it's something else. Hey, can you pick my kids up from school today because I have to work late? And the person says, oh, I, I can't. Now, typically they're free and they're available and they can run people and they've run other people's kids around. But when you ask, you say, they say no. Well, the thing is, they have the right to say no, first and foremost. Secondly, they may have a, a very valid reason why they can't do it for you this time. And maybe you can ask them the next time. But it's also true that, hey, they never want to do it and they don't know how to tell you, um, now nah, I'm not going to help you ever, never, ever, ever. <laughs> don't ever ask me again. I mean, that's a, that's a possibility, but it's less likely. Typically, people have, unless you've burnt a bridge or you've established a poor relationship, typically, if you ask someone for help that you know and they're able to do it, they will. But when they can't, for you to be angry with them or, you, or for you to feel like that you can never go to talk to them again about help or whatever, it's just a sign that you have a sense of entitlement. And that's something that you have to work on. And that is something I've had to work on in the past where I, I asked for something, they said no, and it felt, I felt, I felt almost abandoned. I, I, I don't even know the, how to articulate the feeling that I felt, but what I, I felt really, I don't, and I just don't want to say bad, I felt bad. I felt hurt that they weren't able to help me when they helped other people. But I'm only looking at, at it from my perspective. And I'm only seeing, I don't know what else they had going on. I don't know what other relationship, what other items were happening where they were able to help someone else and they can't help me. So that's my opinion. My opinion is, my opinion is women find it difficult to ask for help because sometimes there's a sense of entitlement. Sometimes they think that, sometimes we think that the uh, our other parties cannot do things as well. Oh, 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 there was another one. Sometimes people think, especially with their spouse or significant other, they should already know what I want. I shouldn't have to ask for it. I'm just saying that there wasn't anything in my vows about clairvoyance. And my husband can't read my mind no more than I can read his. And to think that I shouldn't have to ask for something is kind of absurd when you really think about it. Sometimes we have to ask, and then sometimes you have to make it clear that this is the expectation I have. I shouldn't have to ask my wife to empty the dishwasher. There just should be a level of expectation. But, well, maybe maybe she's trifling. Maybe he's trifling. Maybe you do need to say, significant other, could you please empty the dishwasher every time you see it? 
And that might cause them, well, why can't you empty it? There might be a whole level of conversation you all needed to have about chores and establish new set of expectations. But for those who think that your significant other should just know, it's ridiculous. It's 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 an, it's insane to think someone can be clairvoyant, and because men men and women aren't, we don't see the future. We don't know what's in your head unless you tell us, and we can't help you unless you ask. So um, my opinion again would be: check your entitlement at the door. When you need help, ask, but make sure you're asking someone that you've developed a relationship where that's a quid pro quo. Like you can help them, and they can help you. I mean, that's kind of how relationships go, and build on that. Um, and, and then maybe you'll be able to slowly and easily ask for help. But when it comes to your significant other, stop having a set expectation. Have the conversation. You know your spouse. You know you're going to have to ask them 611 times to do the same thing over and over again. You, you know them. They were that way before you married them. So if they, if you had to ask and had to ask a dozen times, well, before you were married, you're going to have to ask a dozen times after you're married. Um, or you all have a conversation where you set expectations and, and then when those expectations are not met, have a, have a conversation about, okay, I expect you to do this every single time. And when you don't let me know, and maybe I can help out. I don't know. That's just my, my humble opinion. So I saw another Facebook post that I wanted to bring up today, and it's not a question. It's more of a statement. And the post said, so many men need therapy and not relationships. Let's get into it. I would first change the Facebook post to say, so many people need therapy and not relationships. Because it's not just men that need therapy. There are so many bitter, angry people out there that aren't capable of having a strong relationship with other people because they never learned it at home. And that is just the true set of facts. Um, there's always some type, there's cliches everywhere. Two people to come home, I need to find my other partner. But what, what people really need, in my opinion, what people really need is to understand their core beliefs understand what created their core beliefs, how their core beliefs force them to interact with individuals every day. So what do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about others? What do you believe about the world? You need to take those three questions and then based on what you believe about yourself, the world and others, how that relates to another human being that you want to be in a relationship with. And when I say relationship, I really mean any romantic relationship. You can't expect someone to heal you. You have to do the work to heal yourself. So there are uh, men who have experienced traumatic events, I would say, but have grown up in a culture or society, at least from where I am, that says, man up, stop crying. Stop crying before I give you something to cry about. Uh, you are weak. Um, that's women cry, all kinds of negative things that are put on top of them when they express emotion. So you have these boys who, from their childhood, from their core beliefs, 
system believes that they shouldn't be showing emotion. Men should not be showing emotion. And women that do show emotion may be doing so overly so. Like, you know, women are allowed to feel and men aren't. Men, okay, I keep breaking into gender and I really don't want to, but I'm going to. Men experience problems the same way women do. Maybe not the same problems, but the emotions and the thought processes could be very, very similar. And if you were abused as a kid, and abuse can come in very varied forms. So if you were abused as a kid and you have this uh, inability to emotionally connect to someone, you need to get therapy before you go seek a wife or a husband. If you feel like everyone is out to get you and you can't trust anyone, you might need therapy. If you feel as if your significant other shouldn't have friends of the opposite sex or the same sex, you might need therapy. If you think that getting a wife or a significant other is going to change the way um, you feel about yourself, you want to feel good about yourself, you can't. Someone else outside of you is not going to be able to make you feel a certain way. You have to do the work yourself and acknowledge the grief or the feelings that you have in order to be better and to grow. Um, I do think it's possible for men to go to therapy and get help, uh, just like it was for me. I'm a woman, though. Just like it's, I think it's possible for men to go to therapy and get help in the same way that it's women can get therapy and get help. And I'm a testament to that. Um, I spent a significant amount of time this past year in an intensive outpatient program. And what that was, was three hours a day, I was in therapy sessions, group sessions, and everything in between um, for four months straight, working out some of the issues that I had. And what I learned during that time frame was how how angry and sad and broken I really was and how difficult it had been for my husband to be with me. He was with me because he loved me. He was with me because he cared about me, but I did not make it easy. I did not care enough about myself to care about how others felt. And that is troubling. Um, In this intensive outpatient program, I learned what my initial core beliefs were, what I believed about myself and what I believed about the world and what I believed about others. And it was bleak. While I tried to have a rosy exterior and it seemed like my life was just so fine and dandy, in reality, it was just a calamity on top of calamity. And I experienced a lot of trauma growing up and I experienced a lot of self-doubt and self-hate. And and I'm an extreme case. I had complex PTSD. Um, so you all can go look that up, but it's, 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 I'm an extreme case. And so what I do know is that everyone needs some level of help. Everyone. Everyone needs to be able to express themselves and be and be comfortable with who they are and have self-compassion. And sometimes we get into relationships thinking that we will find our wholeness in another person. In reality, 
We don't. We don't find our wholeness in someone else. We have to become whole ourselves. If you're a woman and you put your hands on another person physically because they're not doing what you want or you're so upset, you, my dear, need to get therapy. If you have children with someone and he leaves you and you decide that you're no longer going to let them see your child, and not for a real genuine fear for the child's safety, but because you are bitter, you, my dear, need therapy. If you are a man and you cannot be faithful to someone who wants you to be faithful, and no matter what you do or what you say, you try to uh, manipulate them in thinking that they are important and special, will, while in reality you don't have an idea of what is important or special, you, my sir, need therapy. If you think that sex will cure any issue that you have in a relationship, or if you think that if I give you flowers or if I give you cards and candy to apologize for some behavior that was reckless or that hurt you, and you continuously do the same thing over and over again, because we're not looking for perfection. We're just looking for honesty. Whoa. One should not look for perfection in a relationship. So by no means am I saying if someone makes a mistake, they all need therapy, although I do think we all need it. What I am saying is that if you're a habitual Habitually, you make mistakes over and over and over again, then possibly you may need to be in therapy if you want to maintain that relationship. If you aren't comfortable talking to your significant other about your issues, sir, dear, you indeed need therapy. You should be able to have an open, honest, collaborative conversation with someone that you lay down with, period. The moment you have to continuously lie or be deceitful and hide things, there's a problem within your relationship and there may be a problem within you. This is just my PSA to say, go get help. Go listen to someone. Go talk to someone. Allow there to be space in your life for you to be whole and healthy. And that's about it. That's all I have for this. I think therapy does matter. Therapy, I am a testament that it does help It. Uh, Again, I am a, a, a different case, but life is too short. We are, life is too short and fleeting to be miserable. So if, if you're in a situation where your significant other is in need of therapy, encourage them to go. But also think about, you know, your role in this. Why are you with someone who continuously hurts you? Why are you choosing someone who's not emotionally available? Maybe you need therapy too. I hope you were able to get something out of today's episode. I hope you were able to get something out of this podcast today. I wish you love, encouragement, abundance, and health. Thanks for joining us this week on the Expected Victory Podcast. If you have a topic you want discussed, send your questions to myquestion at expectedvictorypodcast.com. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and please leave a rating on iTunes so that we can continue to bring you episodes you love. Thanks for listening and see you next time.